This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. 
At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture, and when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. All right, it's time for another film study short. We're releasing this one on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, kind of so you can listen to it as you wait for the game. Ravens play at 4.30 on Sunday against the Seahawks, so a lot of time to wait for that kickoff. So why not spend 15 minutes with Ken McCusick? That's the thought process. But if you didn't get this podcast till Monday, Tuesday, and you're wondering, don't worry about it. It's not anything to do with the game. It's not any uh, time-sensitive material. It's evergreen content that is still valuable and worth talking about in six weeks, seven weeks. Uh, even if you play this a year from now, it still um, fits. It's not time-sensitive. So on this short, Brad McGowan joins Ken to talk about the Ravens' use of the empty formation. If you're not sure what that is, don't worry. It'll all get explained. Here we take our quick break, and we come back with Ken McCusick. Hi, this is Ken McCusick. We're here for another episode of Film Study. Uh, this is another short episode where uh, we get in touch with individual fans who have individual questions and comments. We have some fantastic stuff today from Brad McGowan, who comes to us uh, uh, from Twitter, where, where I met him, and it has an interesting comment about uh, how the Ravens have a particular formation that may compromise some things they do. Brad, how are you doing today? Hey, Ken. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. I've been a longtime reader of yours, first running into you on Russell Street Report and then just following you along to Film Study Baltimore. So I always appreciate your analysis, and I especially appreciate how you go so in-depth on the entire roster in the preseason because I love reading your reports on the undrafted guys and week to week. It's great. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me on. I, I think, um, you know, what I, what I've been noticing and was interested in your take on is it seems like the Ravens are running a lot of empty back looks on offense and given how they controlled the ball so well last year with, uh, heavy concepts and RPOs and rushing seems that, empty back sets uh, just don't give them, you know, uh, the, the opportunity for deception that they would have when they have a running back in the backfield. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I absolutely agree. When I'm at the game, it's one of the things I curse at is an empty backfield because it means you don't have that read option opportunity specifically. Uh, you don't have an RPO option. Uh, he has used a little bit less play action uh, this year than I would have expected. Now, you can't use play action every play or it doesn't fool anybody, but he's he's really used much less in terms of even the hand check play action. So just to, to briefly talk about this, I, I split play action into three different categories. Turn your back play action, where the where is the traditional type where the quarterback turns, hands off to one side to a running back, really allows a defense to see the football, then brings it back into his own body and may boot, may roll out, may pass directly from a straight drop, all of those things. 
There's also front-facing fakes, which are just that kind of hand-checky play action you sometimes see. They don't usually fool anybody, but sometimes they can get a, a linebacker to take a take a quick stop of a step, and you can freeze somebody very briefly. Um, and then there's the, the the best and the and the deepest fakes are these RPO fakes or or the read option fakes where the ball's all the way in the mesh and then it comes out. But but I agree, you know, giving up on that. And not having it back in the backfield definitely, by not having it back in the backfield, takes away an important weapon the Ravens have. So I, I know I know you had other observations about this. I don't want to hog the airtime, but please, Brad, continue with with, uh, with thoughts on this. Sure. I mean, you know, I first noticed this really in the Kansas City game, and it struck me as odd. Like uh, we were trying to go head to head with Mahomes and, and throwing the ball all over the field, um, but since then I started paying a little bit more attention. And I've noticed that a lot of the times with these empty back looks, they actually still have a running back in the game split out and they still have two or three tight ends in the game. So it's not a wide receiver heavy look. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if maybe they go to these sets because they're going to keep a heavier personnel on defense, spread everyone out. And that gives them the ability to create more space, um, you know, for their receivers or tight ends. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, the. the... Okay, so one of the basic differences you're talking about is basically the apparent formation by the personnel and the actual formation. And so we'll talk about this just for just 30 seconds here because something comes up fairly often. The defense gets to substitute second in the in the NFL. So if the offense makes changes, the defense is automatically allowed time to react with substitution. So they look at that personnel on the field and then they'll call their defensive package from the sideline and react to it with personnel. So. If they do, as you say, they put 12 personnel on the field and they put one running back and two tight ends, they usually respond with some sort of a heavier formation, maybe the, a base 3-4 defense uh, or, a, or a big nickel perhaps, but but not necessarily the standard nickel in those situations. So they're, they're putting out a, a heavier formation, as you, as you suggested there. Then when the Ravens spread out, if they have players that are versatile enough to basically either spread out and, and um, uh, you know, act as receivers, as Hurst and Andrews certainly are. They're much more receivers than tight ends. Um, you, you have the advantage of spreading out some heavier defensive players and stressing that defense a little bit more from a pass perspective. So I think that's a, that's a little bit of the game that's being played, and that's what the Ravens think they're gaining from it. I just think so much of the Ravens' offense, pass and run, is predicated on the fear of Lamar Jackson that you really want to have the fear of that fake built in more than I like the fear of the difference between the apparent formation and the actual formation that we just talked about. Well, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Um, I guess one, one counterpoint or possibility I would throw out and I'd love your take on this is how much do you think they may call certain plays now out of certain formations as a way to set up things that they may do in the future or, you know, to learn about the ability of the team. So I guess, you know, a way that I watch the games or in a way probably most fans watch the game is we want on every play, I want them to call the optimal play. And when they run something that I don't think is optimal, I always wonder why, why are they doing this? Um, how much do you think, they may be looking at this as a way to either get Lamar experience or set up game plans down the road where they can go back. Say, for example, they're in 12 personnel, five wide, shift into a power set, and then, you know, 
run the ball down someone's throats that may have been used to this 12 personnel five wide set mm-hmm. uh, and, and spreading it out. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on on that kind of game planning it for the future? OK, so multiple questions there, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll try to do the best I can. So for, for starters, I agree completely that they are trying to set up opponents in the future. Roman, more than any other offensive coordinator I've ever seen, is really cognizant that with an offense that's very run heavy and then the concepts are, are more limited than in the passing game. You have just more vertical space to work with in the passing game. So it's obvious that, that you passing concepts tend to be a little bit more complicated. But run concepts, he has to be constantly layering in things every week. So he has a very deep playbook, and he adds plays each time. More than that, what I think you're also seeing about him trying to fool opponents and set them up in the futures is something I see from Roman all the time, is he'll do things where he intentionally does not show the offensive fake. And there were two cases of this recently. The nine-yard touchdown to Boykin, and I'm forgetting what game that was in, but might have been against Cleveland. Might have been the Cleveland game. I, I might have been even Kansas City, but wh- whichever game it occurred in, the entire offensive line effectively exited stage left, which is not unusual on the zone block left naked boot right play the Ravens have been running twice a game for the last 15 years. Okay, You've, We've seen it from Flacco. We, we certainly mm-hmm. still see it from Jackson. It almost always includes a running back following that zone blocking to the left by the offensive line uh, to, to fill out the fake. So you have either six or seven players responsible for executing that fake, and then the other four or five are involved in the execution of the play. Well, this was done with Hill just immediately sprinting off to the right side, not trying as the sole back, and not even trying to, to, to make a fake. And it... it it put the, it was Cleveland because Miles Garrett was the was the opposing uh, defensive end. That player typically has to be fooled on a on a boot. With Jackson, it's not as important because he can often evade one defender. And so th- there are a lot of concepts like that that Roman runs where he 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 wants you to notice that they didn't fake, and so you over pursue maybe to the same direction because he's setting you up a different way. It's just there, there is so much going on there. That play in particular, the, the, the Browns actually also had the slot corner blitzing on the play. So had two guys in the backfield, had Lamar cornered in theory, but both of them were afraid to pursue, maybe because it was Lamar. I'm not sure why. And so they <laughs> didn't they, – they, they contained, but they didn't stop Lamar from throwing the ball to Boykin. And on that play, there were two rubbing routes – and Boykin, it was the play designed the entire way because the reason you know is because he had his back to play the, the entire time until he flipped to the last moment and Lamar had the ball right there, right on the money uh, where, where he made the play. But it's play design like that I just love. Where it's, <laughs> it's so weird you haven't seen it before. And he's obviously playing at least two levels away in terms of his thought, in terms of how he's expecting that defense to react to it. Yeah. And I think going back to my question about or the observation about the the empty back set, you know, the first several times I was watching them do this, they'll line the the running back out wide. And, um, you know, sometimes it was even Edwards. And I'm wondering, is, is this guy even a threat out there? It right. seems like, it seems like, you know, we're, we're basically announcing that he's not in the play, but this past game, they ran uh, a drag route with, um, with Ingram across from the outside mm-hmm. um, and, and cut underneath and had a pretty nice gain out of that empty back set. So it does seem like they are 
the execution on these plays. There's lots of different concepts that they're running. And so, you know, I think where we have resolved, at least in my mind in this discussion, is that while it doesn't give them the deceptive opportunities that they may, you know, that that we think would probably benefit them, uh, the coaching staff is probably worth trusting that they're, you know, they're moving in the right direction and things are, are moving in the right direction. And, you know, I've been, you know, I've been really impressed with, with Lamar's growth this year. Yeah, it's, it's definitely has made, made big steps forward and it's, he looks completely different throwing the ball, which is obviously the very first thing you, you notice about it, but it's just decision-making is very good. He keeps the ball away from the defenders. I think very well, uh, his decisions on when to run the ball seem a lot safer and not based on things like forgetting the play, getting antsy after one read, that sort of thing, as it seemed like was happening a lot last year, particularly early on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been very impressed with that. So folks, we want to we want to make this a regular thing. And Brad, first of all, let's let's make sure people know where you are on Twitter so they can follow you. You've got a great football mind here and definitely somebody you want to you want to try and include in your discussions about football. So, Brad, where do they where do they find you? Sure. My Twitter handle is at MC Bradley. Uh, I'm not that active on Twitter, but usually when I am, it has to do with either the Ravens or the Caps. OK, great. Ravens and Caps fan. That's a good combination. I like those two. Yeah. Uh, outstanding. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. And if you have a if you have a question of your own, you'd like to bring on the show, have a discussion about it with me. We're looking to make this a regular feature, looking to be very interactive and create a shorter version of the podcast. I know some people don't really want an hour podcast. Some people would rather have 10 to 15 minutes. So that's the idea with this. Contact me on Twitter if you'd like to be on. We'd love to do one with you. Bradley, thanks again for joining us on uh, on this one. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again, buddy, on, uh, on a topic this good. Thanks, Ken. Really appreciate it. Take it easy. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.